The Auro Malpractice Podcast contains material not suitable for most audiences. Listener discretion is advised. If you are a child or easily offended, turn it the fuck off now because we don't have time for your bullshit. Eating, whoops, eating some eggs inside your computer. It's the Aural Malpractice Podcast. Hi, everybody. Late. What? You were late. My finger. Like you had all this time in the world and you were just like, meh, eggs. My finger slipped and I didn't hit the button on time. How many Shut fingers do you have? Up. You have 10 fucking fingers. How many can slip? Okay. My fingers have been falling off for a I, fucking I'm, decade. I'm sorry that I don't have your cyborg level of preciseness, Dr. Tom. Anyway, uh, I'm Dr. Chris. Stop interrupting, Dr. Chris. Eating some eggs inside your computer. It's the Aural Malpractice Podcast. I'm Dr. Chris. I'm one of the Aural Malpractitioners, and I have alongside me virtually... I'm real, and I'm Dr. Josh. Thank you. Okay. We actually are sentient beings, not virtual. Semi-sentient for one of us. I am a regular human, and I say human things. Right. Merry Christmas, everybody. I hope you're having a great holiday. So, um... How have things been going? I'm Dr. Tom, and who wants to join a cult? Did you kill Santa Claus? (laughs) No! (laughs) Uh, We attempted to kill him again. Don't. That's all I will say. Don't do this wee thing. Every time we try, it somehow ends up not working. He's a sneaky motherfucker. He is. I appreciate that, but I think the only person that's trying to kill Santa Claus has been Dr. Chris for a few years running now. Dr. Chris is also a sneaky motherfucker. It takes one to go after one. He doesn't got an old van like you, Tom. But I would love to think that you're in this dramatic spy versus spy situation with Santa Claus. Like, you put a bomb in his mailbox, he nukes your friends. Yeah, and then at the end of the movie, though, you realize you have feelings for each other, and you fall in love and blow each other. No. Broke back North Pole. No. <laughs> yeah. Broke back Santa's village. No. Yeah. Even if I started having those feelings, I don't think that I could withstand that amount of weight on my back. That guy brings me presents for no fucking reason. If I had those feelings for anyone, it would be Santa Claus. Santa would have to be the bottom. That's all I'm saying. He would be the power bottom because he is exhibiting all of the power and he tells you how much speed to apply. Ho, 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 ho. Exactly. It's all about his cadence of hoes. He's going to make you wear jingle bells. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to jingle your bells, little boy. <laughs> if you're on top, he can judge by the cadence, um, by the bells ringing. This has become uncomfortable. Let's move forward. Ho, 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 bitches. 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 Dr. Josh, I believe you had some more serious and heart-to-heart-like discussions to have. Yeah, we seem to be kind of stuck in a little bit of a rut 
a dick rut of sorts. Mm, yes. We just keep talking about the same topic yes. over and over and over again. Dicks. I, I agree. And so I've decided that Dicks. we really need to um, Dicks. move on from that. I agree. Penises. And I know that you guys are going to have some problems with that and probably disagree with me. I just agreed. Dicks. But I just want you Dicks. to think about it. And I had a little thing to play for you just to kind of give you an idea Dicks. of Dicks. how Dicks. big of a problem Dicks. this has become. Dicks. And hopefully Dicks. convince you over time that perhaps we should move on to other topics of discussion. Yeah. Dicks. Like dicks. Dicks. All right. Dicks. So just just play the thing. I'll toast to dicks. You're a dick. Okay. Cock. 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 Dick. Cock. 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 Penis. Balls. Cock. Cock. Balls in the cock. The cock. Balls. Cock. Sticks. Dick. Penises. Balls. Scrotum. Dick. 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 Penis. Penis. Dick. dick. Penis. Jerking off. Jerking off. Jerking off. Jacking your dick. Jack off. Your semen. Ejaculating. Tweak it. Twonk it. I'm talking about your cock. That's where herpes comes from. <laughs> Jizz wizard. <laughs> that was great. Dicks. Yeah. Yeah. So you um, made your point. You guys should really stop talking about dicks so much. You're right. You spoke out so many times about not talking about dicks. Raise your hand if you've spoken up about too many dick conversations on the podcast. I only see my hand. We're raised. not doing video. Also, I'm the only one that's brought it up. You probably have one hand in the air while the other is on your dick. Well, my right hand's in the air and I'm right handed. You do the math. Know, more people actually have vaginas than dicks. So the fact that we're going and appealing to the minority is just not the right way to manufacture an audience. I tried to add some extra, well, some extra culture to the show. The last episode, nothing I did was about dicks. I brought a whole bunch of stuff in that wasn't about dicks. And I'm thinking to myself, huh, no dicks here. Cool. Maybe we can finally move away from dicks. And then Dr. Chris moves in and he just shows up. He's like, welcome to the okay. oral malpractice podcast. Dicks, 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 his dick, that guy's dick, my dick, every dick, all the dicks. I guess you could say I'm the master of dicks. How many women really listen to this podcast? Um, I always kind of figured that like, if you wanted to attract women to a podcast, then you'd want to talk about dicks. I don't think we have a large enough sample size. I think women want to hear more about dicks because of that whole, uh, what do they call that? It's like dick jealousy. Is is that what it is? Yeah, that's what the feminists call it. Okay, I had a feeling. Dick jealousy. Okay. Penis envy, you mean? Yeah, there we go. No, dick jealousy. You're using the academic term, Tom. Really? That's what they use in all the literature. Dick jealousy? Either way, the point is that if you want to attract a woman, you need to talk about dicks a lot. What? Have you been? Okay, I dude, dude, you live in space. Do you talk about vaginas then? No, no, no. When was the last time you've been on Earth? I don't know. Has it been a while? Well, you don't know if I've been on Earth or not. You don't know where I'm hiding out. No, no, it's fair. You don't know that alien girls don't have vaginas. Well, no, no, dude. Some of them have cloacas. Don't be all cloaca normative right now. <laughs> all I'm saying is <laughs> girls don't want to hear about dicks. What they want to hear about is their own vaginas. So when you're talking to a girl, you have to keep talking about her vagina. If you want to cut straight to the quick, absolutely. Yeah. First, you want to know if it's her time of the month. And if it's not, you made the right guess. If it is, it's time to find another date. Madam, may I perhaps engage you in a conversation about your... About your menstruation. About thine clitoris. <laughs> yes. 
Yes. <laughs> Might we converse in regards to thine honeypot? <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Wow. Was the last time you were here in the 1800s? Well, I mean, there's time travel. All I'm saying is doesn't matter what time, what place, what whatever. If you just want to get a girl, just throw money at her. It's easy. <laughs> I wish I had a transition that I could play right now. A really easy way for us to really expand the storyline of our podcast, much like throwing money at a problem, would be to do time travel and have a multiverse. Uh, well, that's how everybody does it nowadays. Yeah, well, we have a right to do it. Everybody else yeah, is. We have a right to do it. But... Everybody has a right to follow every other motherfucking loser that's just, you know, <laughs> picking the same freaking trope that they can just chase down any fucking avenue they want just because it's easy. Yeah, hey guys, multiverse, fuck you. Drink some bleach. Commercial! The following advertisement is for the Throw an Old Lady Off a Cliff Foundation, a nonprofit organization dedicated to affordably and ethically connecting geriatric women with the men and women who want to throw them off a cliff. <laughs> different people are just given different opportunities in life, and there's really nothing we can do about that. There comes a time in every person's life, and it's very unfortunate that they learn that there are certain truths, roadblocks, barriers, things that they just can't accomplish. The day that little Timmy learns he'll never be an astronaut because he's colorblind. The time Janet realizes yeah. she'll never be a gold medal sprinter because she was born with no equilibrium. But <laughs> nobody, nobody should be denied the opportunity to throw an old lady from the top of a cliff. <laughs> throw an old lady off a cliff foundation. <laughs> it's a magical destination. For nearly 20 years, the Throw an Old Lady Off a Cliff Foundation has been making a difference in the lives of men, women, and children from across the globe, providing resources and access to those who want to throw an old lady off a cliff and would never have a chance on their own. My name is John Burbank and I manage a grocery store. I've been working in retail for 13 years, and the latent rage of dealing with the elderly just kept building up inside of me. I thought I was going to lose my mind. It seemed to me the only way I would ever be able to come to emotional terms with myself was by throwing a really old lady off a steep, steep cliff. But I live in Kansas, which is almost entirely flat, so I always thought to myself, what could I do? I had no hope, and I had no cliffs. It was then when the Throwing Old Lady Off Cliff Foundation got involved. They picked me up in, in a helicopter and flew me to the top of Mount Rushmore where an old lady just sat there just waiting for me to arrive. I threw her off the chiseled scalp of Theodore Roosevelt. And after that, I felt like my life had purpose again. The Throwing Old Lady Off Cliff Foundation natural invigoration. <laughs> Hundreds of people from across the globe are proud to share their stories with us and how we help them overcome the adversity of not having thrown an old lady off a cliff by helping them throw an old lady off a cliff. <laughs> my name is Ted. I'm 31 years old and I've been paraplegic my entire life. I never had a chance to throw an old lady off a cliff before and up until very recently I thought I never would. Since I have no use of my legs, I knew I would never be able to get the right footing to properly subdue and lift a struggling old lady from the ground, and then the endurance to carry her to the edge of any wading cliff. 
And lastly, the strength to hurl her like an overstuffed trash bag. Like something you might throw into the Quantapusset River. <laughs> but the throwing old lady off a cliff foundation found me, and they were willing to work with me to make my dream come true. The throwing old lady off a cliff foundation is specialized in working with men and women across the globe who, despite any sort of roadblock, biological or otherwise, will help you to realize your goal of throwing an old lady from a cliff. It is our passion, our dedication, and our reason for living. The Foundation found an old lady, and also a medieval catapult, and brought them both to a special location they had chosen just for me. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I still break up a little when I recall this. With, with the throw an old lady off a cliff foundation, <laughs> and the catapult, I launched her off the rock of Gibraltar! So take it from John, Ted, or any of the other hundreds of participants in the Throw an Old Lady Off a Cliff Foundation's special program. If you wish to make a donation, please call now at 1-900-462-4646 and help us help others in a 100% tax-deductible way. Throw an Old Lady Off a Cliff Foundation We can help you with tax evasion The Throw an Old Lady Off a Cliff Foundation Okay. Wow. <laughs> That's a very important service. So. I was trying to make us more charitable. Absolutely. Yeah. What better way to give back to the community of your company? Yeah, sure. Give the gift of throwing old ladies off the cliff. You get a lady that's working in your company and she reaches that age where you can declare her as old. You're looking to get rid of her by any means possible. The other option is giving her a pension and you don't want to do that. Oh, God. They're fucking useless, dude. Maybe we should go back to talking about dicks. Throw her off a cliff. <laughs> Speaking of people we want to throw off a cliff, let's go to some listener questions. Hello and welcome to Questions and Answers, the part of the show where Dr. Tom and Dr. Josh attempt to answer questions from our listeners while Dr. Chris talks over everyone like a fucking asshole. Thank you, everybody, for bringing in, sending in your listener questions. I can't wait. I can't wait either. Let's take a look. First question. How can any... Uh, I, I can't... Same guy. <laughs> the same fucking guy. How can anyone believe that evolution is correct when there are chickens? <laughs> what? How can anyone believe that evolution is correct when there are chickens? That's actually a, uh, a large argument that evolution is correct. It's been 65 billion years and now we have chickens. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what else to say about that. Uh, okay. Oh, I had one other thing to say to this listener, though. Okay, that's fine. Fuck you. Stop sending questions in. Question number two. I heard there is a mystical Eastern martial arts technique called the Dimak death touch, and that there's a specific place on the human body where applying light pressure can instantly kill someone. Is this true? If so, do you know where it is? I think that is probably something that we're going to have to have Tom work on for a while. I already got to figure it out. How long did you have to be down there touching yourself? Till I died? Dead. I tried that, and I think it worked well for me as a male. A strong enough strike to the testicular region can actually kill a man instantly. 
The problem is, is I've never been a woman before. Right. Oh. I'm assuming it's the same thing. If you're in a combative situation with a female, punch her as hard as you can right in the vagina. I would do that anyways. No. The first thing you want to do is you want to strike her in the boobs because she doesn't think you're going to strike her in the boobs. She doesn't think you're going to strike her in the vag either, but you do, theoretically. Do you use your foot or do you use your hand? If you hand punch her in the vagina, that's a lot funnier. It's more of a slap, really. When you get into a fight with a woman, which I'm assuming is something. No, I'm not done. It's not a grab. It's not a grab. I'm not a racist. Wait, that would make you sexist, not racist. It would make me like Donald Trump. And I just want to say that I don't grab. It's a slap. And only if they're being mouthy. I just forgot what I was going to talk about. Congratulations. You're an asshole. Uh, last question. What's your favorite kind of rash? (laughs) The one that gets you a lot of muddy in a lawsuit. (laughs) The clap. It's a real good conversation starter. (laughs) If somebody gives you the clap, though, gotta clap back. You know what I'm saying? With what? Syphilis? Yeah. Nothing says revenge like giving someone a disease that will make them go insane. I have not experienced a whole lot of physical intimacy. I guess you could say, is sex a fight? Only if you're fucking Santa. Okay. Moving on. Uh, Show of hands who's had sex with Santa. No hands. I'm sitting on my hands. Is it just arousing for you to be touching your butt right now? Uh, Let's stop talking about dicks and start talking about buttholes. Fuck both of you right up the ass. My Um, unfortunately, I think this is a question that we've answered at some point in the pod. Well, actually, we haven't really answered. And you'll see what I mean. Do you believe in aliens like the spaceship kind? Aliens like aliens shaped like spaceships? Oh, dude. Back in the day, I watched this really badass sci-fi show called Farscape. Yes. And the coolest thing about Farscape was that they lived on a ship and the ship was alive. So it's like the ship itself was this big biological entity, right? Yes. So the whole thing was, is it's like, yes, there is a spaceship and it is a spaceship you live in. In? It's like Star Trek, but you're all parasites. Uh, yes. To a degree. Yeah, I, I don't think you're wrong with that. That sounds really stupid. There was a whole bunch of different kind of aliens, and it was just some zany sort of interaction. It was like Cheers, where you're living inside of something's rectum. Okay, that's the weirdest description of Cheers that I've ever heard. I thought it was the weirdest description of rectums, but I guess that's up to you. Okay. Anyway. Calling in and Richter to the lower intestines. <laughs> Richter. Sounds like Rector. Damn near killed her. Rectums. Does Scotty hang out in the colon? (laughs) I need more power. I I don't have the power. (laughs) Okay. uh, Next question. Is that the one where they walk through that water portal and they go to other worlds? No, that's Stargate. That's the one, right? Yeah, that's Stargate. Actually, Stargate. Yeah, if you're really interested. Fargate. Not Fargate. That's something completely different. Yeah, you don't want to go in the Fargate. But what I was going to say, Dr. Josh, speaking as a clone living on Earth to a. What happens if you blow in the Fargate? I don't want. No, it blows you back. (laughs) So it's kind of like Santa Claus. Yeah, he blows you back. Yeah, stop blowing Santa, you fucking weirdo. At least least he doesn't clap back. How did that manage to keep progressively getting worse with every time somebody opened their mouth? Let me tell you, every lady that I've been in a long term relationship (laughs) with has said that to me. (laughs) 
at one point or another. Look, they blew Santa look, Claus? No, how did that progressively keep getting worse? <laughs> I understand that normally we, we one-up each other, but damn, that was a string of like six back-to-back. We always try to one-up each other, but every once in a while somebody blows Santa Claus. Yes, I understand. <laughs> you died in a funny way. You died in a funny way. You, 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 you died in a funny way. If uh, I get a toothache, I pull someone's eye out. What the fuck is quinoa or quinoa? However the what? fuck you pronounce it. What is quinoa or quinoa or quinoa? Kin- oh, yeah, yeah. It's made from like r- fermented Japanese worms. And then they put it in beer. And what? It, like, for, it, like they let it age for a while. And then it's... Um, Alcohol. Oh, wait, re- what? That's interesting. I didn't know. I you... think it's made out of cabbage too. There's cabbage in there. A little bit. A little bit of cabbage in there. Yeah. You can't go anywhere without a little bit of cabbage, I guess. Quinoa or quinoa. So it's a Japanese word. It's spelled the same. Because quinoa sounds like a good performer name. It sounds like uh, the name of some like African queen from some 1600s performance or a transvestite that's really good for your intestinal health. How many transvestites are good for your intestinal health? Some questions just need to be asked and never answered. It depends on how constipated you are, I guess. What if you're, like, scrunched face constipated? Like, it's gone beyond <laughs> the rectum and it's gone all the way up beyond your, uh... If your... it gets past Thunderdome, <laughs> beyond that, I I have no idea. Now, there's Fury Road. That's what happens when you go beyond Thunderdome. Fury Road sounds like a really, really aggressive... Porno. ...diarrhea episode. Both... Last question. What is your favorite bloodborne pathogen? AIDS. Like, does anyone even have to, like, explain that? It's AIDS. Why does it have to be AIDS? Have you ever read the rules of AIDS? There's rules? There's rules of AIDS? Of course there's rules. They've made a handbook? The handbook of AIDS. I'm gonna... Hang on. Hang on. Yeah. I'm gonna flip this open right now. All right. Rules of AIDS. Rules number one. AIDS is the best bloodborne pathogen. Rule number two. Really? AIDS... Honestly, I think you guys can have your own favorite bloodborne pathogen. I probably have to say bloodworms. What the hell are bloodworms? Yeah, because they get in there and start drinking blood. Like those little maggots that they use to suck your blood. Leeches. 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 Those aren't maggots, they're leeches. They're my favorite. <laughs> okay, uh, I'll go with Ebola. I saw a guy in a survival show eat a leech one time. Ooh, Ooh gross. No. Was it a leech that was like stuck on him? He pulled it up, he ate the leech and drank his own blood? Oh, but he cooked it first. Oh, he did? Okay. Yeah. He said it tasted terrible, but he was starving because he was trying to win a competition. Was, was... I'm wondering... Leech by chance. It was on um, some Ah. planet that I was on at some point. So... Damn it! I was going to... Mm. Yeah, I was gonna they say pick, was, was they pick people from various huh. regions of okay. their planet. <laughs> I fucking hate you so much right now. And <laughs> they make them all compete in uh, these games where you are hungry and like okay. starving all the right. whole time. Yeah, and cool. then the whole okay. point is that you use bows and arrows, and there's fire, and then um, somebody wins. So like San Francisco. I have a question. Damn it! How tough. How tough is the cameraman? Oh, no, they have to film themselves. Oh, they have to. Okay, well, how nutritious is the camera in that case? Not very. Have you ever tried to eat plastic? The only thing I've ever seen make something nutritious out of plastic is um, a uh, space food reconstitutor. Oh, God. For space food. This is your problem. This is why you're an idiot. (laughs) You've been eating all this space food. 
and advertisement. Oh. Hey, I had an intro for that. <laughs> no, oh. I didn't know you had an intro. Well, fine. Intro it, damn it. All of a sudden, this episode, you started just <laughs> not doing any transitions whatsoever. You're just <laughs> declaring like some kind of fascist. How can I? You guys won't All of a sudden, fucking you're let just me get a word in edgewise. So I have, you know what? Fucking shut the fuck up, damn it. Okay, then what? All right, okay, anyway. I'm, I'm shutting up. What do you want me to do now? Okay, fine. I was trying. Never mind. You know what? Just now you do, want me to talk. Do, do whatever the fuck you want. I'm 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 right. out. Bye. Fine. Are you really out? Out of his mind. Do you think he's got AIDS? Did I go a little too hard on the AIDS thing? I still think AIDS is funny. Let let me not uh beat around the AIDS bush. I think what he really wants me to do is probably just intro this advertisement. Okay. All right. You ready, Chris? Nah. No, he's gone. Man, this podcast gets real fucking boring when we don't have him there. <laughs> he is the straight guy. He really is. Well, that and you and I will just keep rambling forever like this. Oh, dude, I will never stop. This podcast will remain in a state of stasis forever until Chris comes back. Dude, I want to go back to AIDS right now, and I know that was like 10 minutes ago. Yeah, but we can't because Chris isn't here, and we can't do anything without him here. Chris isn't here, so we can't go back to AIDS. He has the buttons the buttons because he plays the things and then he transitions things oh that's true that's a good point and then he gets really angry okay cut this out i was honestly just <laughs> waiting you to move the fuck on and start introducing oh, i'm sorry you know that's not gonna happen right okay chris is waiting me to move the fuck on so let's go <laughs> fuck you introduce the damn ad all right are you ready for okay i'm sorry about your aids well 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 in case you are too dumb to notice, and let's be honest, based on the listener questions, most of you people are fucking morons. <laughs> the holiday season is upon us. It just crept up. Sneaky as can be, like slippery old Saint Nick when he lubes up and slides down the chimney on Christmas Eve. Or perhaps like when alleged stalker Dr. Chris dons his infamous trench coat, <laughs> hides in the bushes. <laughs> Stop it. Hides in the bushes outside your house and does something that we're not going to talk about right now while he watches you <laughs> try you, on Dr. All, those, Josh. <laughs> all those new panties you bought. Fuck you sideways with a brick. I I'm talking right now. Unlike Dr. Chris, I've always felt that the holidays are a time for peace on earth and goodwill to men. So in the spirit of that, we have an advertisement from a charitable organization that does some sort of work to benefit people or the earth or something. I didn't listen to it, but I'm sure it'll motivate us to lend a hand or our, to our fellow man or like women, men, whatever. The point is that this is an advertisement. Hit it, Chris. Hi, I'm Alan Masterson, movie star, award-winning advocate, and narrator of the groundbreaking documentary, Burn It to the Ground, The Fight to Save Democracy. As you know, climate science has conclusively decided that we only have a few more years before the world bursts into flames. Hours. Despite this dire reality, the cattle industry continues to destroy our environment with poisonous methane emissions and its unconscionable consumption of fossil fuels as it perpetrates an unending bovine holocaust driven by capitalist greed and psychotic bloodlust. <laughs> Will you stand by and continue your morally depraved, implicit support for Big Beef? I cannot stress enough how important it is for you to do better. 
our cities are full of stray cats. They used to restrict themselves <laughs> to major metro areas, public transportation, and low-income housing. Stray cats were once contained to areas that didn't matter, but now they've become a blight on all of us. <clears throat> Due to people's ignorant feline intolerance, they have been forced into areas vital to common everyday people, historic neighborhoods, luxury apartment complexes, and fine dining establishments are overrun with these disgusting creatures. Through no fault of their own, they spread disease and filth as they voraciously feed on whatever they can hork into their greedy little mouths. <laughs> Meanwhile, the cattle industry breeds and murders up to three trillion cows every day. What the the solution to both of these issues is clear. How can we allow big cattle to continue destroying the planet while we have an overpopulation of wretched, suffering stray cats whose meat can easily be harvested as a sustainable food source? Ah, there it is. That's why I've teamed up with the incredible nonprofit Let Them Eat Dumpster Cats. <laughs> Let Them Eat Dumpster Cats holds an unshakable, single-minded commitment to ending animal cruelty saving the environment and humanely removing all these cats from the parts of our cities that are supposed to be clean. This will allow us to severely reduce beef production while still feeding all the extra people in the world. Let's be clear, in order to save our planet, beef production must be regulated so heavily that only the wealthiest and most conscientious among us can afford to consume it. The rest of you can do your fair share by eating dumpster cats. <laughs> Cat meat has protein and tastes great. You should consider yourself lucky to have it. To find out more, please go to LetThemEatDumpsterCats.org. If you'd like to become an official online advocate, just create an account and set up a recurring donation of $100 per month minimum. As a thank you, we'll provide you with a free Eat Cats for Change profile overlay you can proudly display <laughs> on all your social media. That way, your family and friends will know that you are no longer a piece of shit like them. <laughs> oh, that was uplifting. That, yeah, that's a good solution to uh, several problems. I, Dude, I think full disclosure. Awesome. I was thinking about starting a new cult. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. I love the term bovine holocaust. I can't really eat dumpster cats because they it would be reconstituted anyways. Reconstituted dumpster cats, brutal. So, so there's I, I, no space cats. I think we're gonna take some time to ask a very important question right now, which is, is Doctor Josh a piece of shit? I think we've already established that I'm a piece of shit. Yes, space cats. <laughs> what <laughs> space cats? You know what? You know, fuck Space it. Space pussy. I'm not even going to play the intro at this point. What oh, I'm going to say on. is... No, what I'm going to say is... That's what we all this, want. The Everybody wants some space my, pussy. My just wish. play it, Chris. Play the intro. Play the intro, Chris. Play hmm, it. Just fucking wait, play wait. it. Do I it. could mute you guys. Do it now. But I'm just going to say, which is worse, Dr. Josh or Dr. Tom? I don't know which, but here's the intro. And now it's time. The worst one is Dr. Chris. I think one of the coolest things about this whole which is worse situation is that I can just talk over the whole thing, and whoever chooses to edit this mayhem gets to actually decide whether or not this conversation is still flowing right now. That's staying in. 
Today's Witches Worst segment is brought to you by Cream Splash Adventure Park. It's just like a water park, but with milk instead. Dr. Tom, go for it. I have a very, very heart-wrenching, emotionally, like, it's just gonna, it's just gonna rip at every Aww. single heartstring ever. Yeah, I know. I, I didn't want to get heavy. It's late at night. Everyone's got to work tomorrow. We all got, I don't know, cows to breastfeed. I don't know what, what? you guys do. Bovine Holocaust is still stuck in my head, okay? <laughs> I'm doing everything I can to stop that. And if I got to breastfeed some cows every once in a while, I got no problem with it. Bovine breastfeeding? I love hamburgers. Just put it in a jar. It's a lot of work to hold your baby underneath the cow. But you can't put a hamburger in a jar. The shape's just not right. You're not going to feed a baby a hamburger. You're going to let it drink milk. How strong do you want your baby? When the Huns gave birth to their children, the first thing they would do is they would slash their cheeks so they could get used to pain. These kids would kick the shit out of your babies. All right, Dr. Tom. And they would eat all the hamburgers. Let's get back on track. What is your question? I don't know. What's your question? Dr. Tom, heart-wrenching question. Let's get back on track. Was there supposed to be a Wishes Worst today? Why am I doing this? <laughs> <laughs> Bovine Holocaust. I thought you had a Witch's Worst question, damn it! I thought there was three trillion cows dying every day, according to Dr. Josh's uh, meticulous analysis. I just said none of that. That was an advertiser. That was Alan Masterson, award-winning advocate. Thanks, Alan. Okay, wait, wait, wait. We can, we can, 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 wait, wait, wait. We could turn this into something relevant. One quadrillion cows die every year because we love hamburgers. Wait, do you have a witch's worst, Tom? Yeah, I do. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> okay, so anyway, moving on. So you're cursed by an evil witch. That's never happened before, right? Nope. Nope, not to anyone, right? Nobody knows any evil witches. So the no. thing is, is what ends up happening is you're stuck in an elevator with a bunch of people and you got to fart. That sounds familiar. But you get cursed by an evil witch all of a sudden and time-space distorts. So she has like 90 years to explain the situation. Just like, you know, something you've never experienced in the past. But the problem is, is you're cursed uh -huh. the rest of your life. This witch curses the shit out of you. And she says- so let me get this straight. You were farting, and then she curses the shit out of you, so you shit yourself. No. Uh, when does the fart happen? Before or after the curse? After the curse. Okay. If you're getting ready to fart, you're ready to squeak it out, and then time freezes, mm -hmm. and then the problem is, is she comes up, and she's all just like, I'm a witch, and I do shit for no reason. And, you know, that's what witches usually do, so this witch is all just like, you're about to fart, and I think that's funny. And then she's like, but the problem is, your fart's gonna be a little bit different. My witch voice is really bad, by the way. No, you're doing good. Keep going. Thank you. So she's like, when your farts come out, for the rest of your life, everybody else is gonna get to see them. You will have visible farts blasting out of your pants every time you fart. So you hear the <sighs> fart, you see the fart, you smell the fart, and here comes the fart. Everyone sees the fart. Oh no, fart. Or, you get to hide the fart. Nobody sees the fart. Everybody hears the fart. Everybody smells the fart. But the fart is no longer warm. It's really fucking sub-zero cold. 
every time you fart, your butt puckers up like your neighbor Bill just shoved an ice cube up your butthole. Like Bill does sometimes. Yeah, exactly. So it's like that situation, but you also got to fart at the same time. God damn it, Bill. Mm. Okay, so visible farts or cold farts? Freezing cold farts or visible farts. So everyone gets to see your fart and your farts normal or it just freezes. And you know what happens when your butthole gets cold? No. AIDS. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, okay. This sounds like the toilet seat question, but with a witch. <laughs> yeah. I got two questions. First of all, is the witch wearing butt pads? Because it sounds like she's from that commercial. <laughs> Uh, no, unfortunately, she's got no butt pads. Okay, so no butt pads. What would change all right. if she had butt No butt pads. Check. Okay, I know you're writing that down right I'm now. I'm writing but it in all caps. No butt pads. I'm just wondering what would have changed if she had butt pads. <laughs> she might be trying to make you her husband. How? And that would change the whole scenario. I don't you know. You think she just got the hots for you? She just wants to know what you're going to well, do with your farts? she's wearing butt pads. Oh, that's a good point. Maybe she's trying to evaluate what kind of person you are. That's why she's asking you these kind of questions. Maybe. I don't know how witches work. Has your lousy, worthless, no-good white girl booty been the reason no decent man has ever put a ring on it? Do you always come in last place in twerk competitions, twerk festivals, twerk relays, and even twerk-offs? Booty Delicious brand butt pads may be just what you need to deceive men into believing you have that enormous, misshapen, gelatinous, protruding 6 o'clock flesh mound you've always thought they wanted. Wow! Do you see that girl twerking over there? I can't look away! Booty Delicious brand butt pads come in three sizes, all guaranteed not to bend, bunch, tear, or explode, unless you want them to. That woman's butt just exploded. I think I'm in love. Booty Delicious brand butt pads are guaranteed to probably not give you cancer, so that's pretty good too. Pardon me, ma'am. I saw you gyrating like an epileptic ringworm from across the bar. Be my wife. I'm sorry. You'll have to wait till next Tuesday. No! Booty Delicious brand butt pads, so you can twerk on men and make them your husbands. You said that she freezes time. Yeah. Are you in an airplane, and what direction is it going? He literally stated you're in an elevator. That did happen. So she's not using any sort of movement mechanism to freeze time. No, no. What ended up happening was the classic situation where you get accosted by an evil witch. She compresses space time in a situation oh. where she can explain yeah. like three minutes worth of dialogue in like one second because she's a magical, powerful witch. Yeah, because she starts talking through your body. Exactly. It takes control. That can happen, but the thing is, is just witches are just better than science. If anyone thinks science is going to fix their problems, they better go find a witch. I always thought that witch is worse. <laughs> I don't think that's true. I know you did. I see what you did there. This witch needs to know what you think is worse. Freezing cold farts that are going to pucker your butthole like all the time. It's going to make you all uncomfortable. Everybody knows you're the one that's farting just because you're the one doing the freaking cha-cha to keep your butthole warm. So my farts don't have to be hot. They don't have to be hot. What if you have a foop? Um, Would it come out frozen? That's a great question. <laughs> oh my god. I don't know. Can you imagine? Like, just sitting and pooping. No. Like, you sit and you poop and it's like... Oh my god. Tink. <laughs> 
on the toilet. <laughs> or it's just like a long icicle, except it's a shit sickle. Let's double down and make this even worse. No, your butthole contracts because of the coldness of the gas. And then all Uh-oh. of a sudden, like Lincoln Log, Bobinkin Log comes shoveling out your butthole. It's no longer a foop. Everything's just a poop poop. It's just it's just not going to work. So your butthole is like an ice machine. A little bit, except the gap is probably smaller. How big is your butthole? Everybody get a tape measure right now. I guess the real question is how proud of you are you? Uh, how proud of you? Uh, uh, I guess the real question is, I'm going to say this again, because <laughs> I'm definitely not drunk. Oh, good. I was afraid. <laughs> how? I'm not going to remember what I was going to say. Hold on. Do, do, no, do. copyright! Copyright, damn it! Yeah, he was off key. It's free use. <laughs> or what is it called? No, it's not! Oh, that fair is not use. fair use! That fair is... use is what they call your mom. <laughs> I missed what Dr. Tom said, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> it depends on how proud you are of your farts. Because if you really are like, I'm a great farter and... They smell awesome, like fucking Christmas candy canes. You mean like me? Everybody deserves them. They smell like Santa Claus's beard. His upstairs beard or his downstairs no, beard? No, no, no. They both smell like peppermint. <laughs> At least that's what Chris told me. <laughs> wait, wait, no, I said no fucking such thing. I've Anyways, never gotten that close to him. I don't know if that's true. If... My farts were awesome, like really nice smelling, and I was proud of them. And like they had like a nice, sharp, robust tone when I pushed them out. Then I would want people to see them sharp. I don't want sharp farts. Yeah, but like a nice. Oh, so it's not less like. It's more like. Or like you know, if you're Doctor Chris, you know what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you! Damn it! That's only on Christmas Day. Anyways. What? <laughs> Merry Christmas, no, everyone. No, wait. That doesn't even make sense. Why would it? Oh, no, it does make sense. Christmas farts? No, what? Oh. Christmas farts. I hate you guys so much. If I had great farts, then I would want them to be visible. I guess it really depends on if your poops would freeze or not. Because if your poops wouldn't freeze, then it would be really easy to pick out if you sharded or fooped. Because the moment you feel that little bit of warmth, you'd be like, oh, this isn't a fart. Like, you'd be able to tell the difference. No, no, no. There's no warmth. It's all cold. Oh, unless it's poop. So the poops are cold, too. No, I guess unless it's poop. So what you're saying is, like, you shake your your pants and, like, a little, like, shit cube falls out? No, no. No, 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 no. If the turd's coming down the pipes, then some of that warm air would get in there. Think about it this way. A little bit of that air is coming down because, you know, the poop is on its way. The poop is on its way. Yeah. <laughs> it's no longer warm. It's now like freaking sub-zero cold. It's going to clench your buttholes. The problem is when the poop hits the front gate, the gate is closed hard. Mm. Now it's trying to stop Armageddon from happening. What happens if you have to shit, but you don't have to fart at the same time? Like, it, does this affect normal shitting, or does the A sh- shit is a shit. But if you got rabbit pellets, you're going to be in for a world of pain. There's a lot of thermodynamics going on here. And I think we really need to talk to a physicist about this. I know so many physicists that would not want to be asked this question. <laughs> oh. Yeah, cold butthole physics. Especially about cold butthole physics.
Okay. Uh, Dr. Josh, can I bring something up? Oh, no. <laughs> what, are, what are you so giggly about? I think Santa's coming over later. <laughs> Oh, I'm done. I'm <laughs> just gonna keep going back to I, that. I, 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 I can't help it. I, I, I can't no. help it. It's just gonna keep happening. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I I'm sorry, guys. I, go ahead, Doctor Tom. Go on yet and let. Oh, this is bullshit. It smells peppermint buttholes on the wind. What color would the farts be? Could they be whatever color I wanted? Could I make them striped? No, it's teal. It's a nice enough color. For farts? Would it be like a cloud or could it be like a beam or a lightning bolt? It's sort of like however it expels itself. So you know how sometimes a fart's just like, then that's going to be like a cloud. Sometimes farts are like, you're going to see like a laser beam, right? So if I really push them out, it'd be like teal lightning bolts coming out of my ass. Teal lightning bolts coming out of my ass. I love that term, by the way. I'm going to go with the visible farts then. The people on that airplane will be fucking terrified. Or the people in that elevator. Oh, wait, oh, they're only visible when I'm on an elevator? That was the situation where the whole incident arose. You're cursed for life, but you still got a fart and you're on an elevator. I'll just act like nothing happened. You would prefer that your asshole emanate colored gas and or lasers rather than to have it frozen nearly shut with gas and shit mixed together. I'll take the laser farts because it doesn't seem like you'd be able to have doo-doo projectiles. Man, when you call oh. it laser farts, it sounds amazing. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I think we could take this a level further. No! <laughs> wait, is there a way? We're already <laughs> taking it in the wrong direction. Why do you want to Let keep the going? Man speak, Tom. <laughs> Fine. Is there a way that you could like shape the gas or lasers? Like you could control it a little bit so you can have some gas and some lasers and maybe- As much as you can control the shape of your own sphincter. <laughs> like when you're smoking a cigar and you like blow a ring? Wait, <laughs> wait a minute. So that means- No, assholes don't do that. We could, we could that's fucking- some, That's some- No, wait, <laughs> let me finish. That's the dexterous asshole. We can host a- Fart rave in a fucking elevator. Oh, there you go. No. Oh, ew. We got lasers. We got shitty music, and we got smoke to catch the lasers. Yeah. We gotta have the shit lasers. We gotta have the fart lasers. Forget the fucking frozen closed asshole. This is why I take the stairs. If it's a cutting laser, <laughs> and if you fart on the elevator, you'd be like, listen, assholes, we get stuck in here. I'm your only hope. Or you can cut open the bottom and kill everybody. <gasps> okay, what's the superhero name? It's a villain. It's not a hero. No, it's the hero that you need, not the one that you deserve. Laser face. Only if his face was on his asshole, too. No, but this one, his... He's just like... <sighs> Like Chris's butthole? Yeah, his face is an asshole and it shoots lasers. Fuck you! Wait, I think his asshole is a face. It's it's part of the multiverse. I hate multiverse bullshit. It really is the easy way out. Okay, speaking of... ass of, faces and lasers. Speaking of bullshit that people hate, what? if you hate or like this show, feedback at RLMAP. I have something I wanted to com. say. Well, fine, say it. Well, it doesn't even make sense anymore because it should have been earlier, but nobody asked me if I had anything to say. Okay. I'm thinking of starting a new cult what? built around transhumanism. Fuck this conversation. Play the outro. Alright, again, <laughs> feedback at allmalpractice.com if you have anything to say about this bullshit. I'm Dr. Chris. I'm Dr. Josh. This is the stupidest show we've ever made, but I'm Dr. Tom. We really need to be sober for these. Yeah, this is not coherent. I guess the real question is how proud of you are you... Uh, how proud of you... Uh, uh, I guess the real question is, I'm going to say this again, because I'm definitely not drunk.